3: Now, Creamer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Hello,
4: hello. Welcome to your Monday show.
3: Good morning. Happy
4: Monday. Happy to have you here. Thank you so much for being here. And there's a thousand things you could be doing right now, but like you're tuned in, you're checking in 410-583-1065. In case you're new to this, first off, welcome. Happy to have you here. Uh, we do this every single morning at this time. We call this the six o'clock club. This is anybody in Maryland, first thing in the morning that's awake. It's a very small amount of people, right? They're about to sleep in. They're not in their car yet or whatever. You're texting us, we're saying hi. 410-583-1065. Who's here, Jess?
3: Veronica, good morning. John from Middle River is up with us. Stephanie in Nottingham, John the Annapolis Locator. Good morning to Magic Mike, Jess R. from Westminster. Lee is here. Christine, Caitlin from Falston. Andy checking in from Columbia. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Hello to Walter Randall from Baltimore City. Beautiful Beverly is here. Anthony from Catonsville. Drew from Precise Performance. Matthew, Hopadope. Linda from Woodbine. Lisa, WB, and Glen Burney, And Oliviana, happy Monday.
4: If you had to describe your weekend in one word, oh. What would you choose? And six o'clock club, you do the same thing. Text that one word and why you said that word. You get one word and why. Jess, Just-
3: I'm making chill AF. One word for myself.
4: Okay, it's fine. It's two words. It's actually three words, but that's okay.
3: I mean, <laughs> I vibe in mine, the no spaces. <laughs> okay, literally, so so chill well right now we are committed to not doing anything until garage boy's birthday in mid-july yeah just we gotta we gotta what does that mean
4: committed to not doing anything
3: stay in that stay in the house Mm -hmm. we gotta stay in the house we gotta eat at home just to save some money we were really busy um and just like a lot of things coming up but just we did not go anywhere and Mm. it was so so needed
4: yeah i would say if i had to choose one word to describe my weekend it would probably be Oh man, it would probably be, this is my own game and I didn't think of a word. Um, I felt like a zombie this weekend. I, mean, mm-hmm. I choose zombie. Here's why. Like coming off of Costa Rica, 40th birthday. Well, that's what I'm
3: saying. May thing. May was crazy. Like
4: I feel like this weekend, this is the first weekend where I had zero responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And I even made plans this weekend and I canceled every single one of them. Yeah. Literally as the weekend progressed- Maybe cancel. That's my word. My change my my word. Cancel. I literally canceled. I had two different sets of plans. Yeah. Cancelled both of them. Our
3: boss Tom was like, "Hey, do you guys want to come and have drinks in Annapolis?" And I was like, "Tom, honestly, I I cannot leave my home this weekend. (laughs) Like, I didn't even try. I was like completely honest." And he was like, "I totally understand."
4: I just, I just did not have it in me. Yeah. Especially with that rain we had to on Saturday. I was like, "I ain't going no." All right, six o'clock club. You get one word to describe your weekend. What is and why? 410-583-1065.
3: We have anxious because I couldn't sleep well. And on the 29th, I start, I'm starting a nine day work week. Okay. Wow. We feel that. We feel wow, that. Yeah. Sending some extra love to Debbie and Delta. Um, she lost her eight year old Pitbull Jamie, this oh, weekend. So we're thinking of you, Debbie. The
4: worst. 410-583-1065. Debbie, sorry to hear that.
3: Now. now. Now.
5: These are the top three trending stories in the city.
3: The Baltimore top three. three. <laughs> with Jess. Happy Pride. Pride Month is celebrated each year in June to honor the LGBTQIA plus community in all aspects of their identity. And over the weekend, Mayor Brandon Scott along with many city officials came together at the annual Pride Parade for a bill signing that expands protection for Baltimore's LGBTQIA plus community. The bill titled Unlawful Practices Discrimination Based on Characteristics or Status protects against discrimination to an individual's regardless of their sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression. Well, I
4: would hope so. It reminds me of when I... Right when I moved to Phoenix, would have, have been 2012, I think it was. They were... Arizona was trying to pass a law that basically said that a... Place of business had the right to not serve or not provide business to anyone that they felt like they didn't want to.
3: Wow! So
4: like a lot of people were saying, we're using it against like gay people. And this yeah. is y'all. This was literally ten years ago. Like mm-hmm. ten years ago. Be like, well, why is Pride so important? Why do we have to keep talking about Pride? Like our gay people? They, can, they can get married now. It's fine, y'all. This is ten years ago. Yeah, they were trying to say we we have the right to not serve gay people. Or whoever, really, at that point, you know, to... (laughs) It's crazy.
3: Number two. Called Sauce America, Heinz is releasing 50 different limited edition condiment packets for each state. The packets are filled with ketchup, mustard, mayo, ranch, barbecue, and more. But the designs are each inspired by a particular state and that'll determine which sauce packet that they get. Mm. You can find them at restaurants, theaters, stadiums, drive throughs now until August 31st. You also have a chance to win different prizes by collecting all of them uh, through their sweepstakes. And each photo counts as an entry, increasing your chance chances to winning a valuable prize. I am I was looking. I cannot see or find out what Maryland's packet is and what our packet looks like, but be on the lookout because you may be able to get one if you're watching an O's game.
4: Will you do this? Will you tag us if you see one? Just yeah. Be the first ones to see it with you as well. Okay, thank you. Number
3: one. Ed Sheeran was his own opener for his stop in Maryland over the weekend. Singer Khalid was set to open for Sheeran, but after being in a car accident, Ed surprised fans with the 30-minute acoustic set of his deeper cuts from his latest album Subtract at FedEx Field, he assured the crowd that they would still be seeing the show they came for, saying, quote, because if people don't know I was going to open today, people are probably going to be walking in like, the show is not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> uh, Khalid is recovering and hopefully will be back uh, for their next show on Saturday in Boston. Oh, that
4: was cool of him. Yeah. You know, that really was, cool. He didn't have to do that. But that would be true. Like, imagine. I
3: mean, because he was doing, like, the super sad yeah. ac- and everyone's like, oh, I thought he he was going to be doing thinking out
4: wow. And I'm sure he just like hopped on stage too. It wasn't like he had this big... No sl- was like imagine you just like rolling the concert.
3: <laughs> he was like, hey guys, I'm in my white t-shirt instead of my black t-shirt. Surprise. But we saw a lot of our listeners at the show over the weekend. Yeah. We hope you guys had a good time. This is Jess and that was your top three.
4: This is probably the absolute last place you would expect to get a call from nine one one. Like in your head, you can imagine. Before we get into the story, just imagine like of all the places in the world to receive a nine one one phone call from. Like where would be the most unlikely place? This story is so weird as we get into Pa So Cray Cray today. Pennsylvania. It's a odd place, and it's not far from the great state of Maryland. Driving distance, you'd say, <laughs> but we're just not sure. And doing the show for almost three years now, why the news gets exponentially weirder when you cross that state line, yes. right? So,
3: PA So Cray Cray is a segment that we do on the show. And it's not to like exile our neighbors in PA because we love them. Everyone is, well, well, is welcome here. Uh, but we have to acknowledge the fact that very bizarre things happen over there. So we just got to give them, give them their
4: own time to shine. And now a week goes by, but I'm not shaking my head. Yo, we don't seek this out. This is the actual news that just hits our plate, okay? So imagine of all places in the world that a 911 call would come from. Inside the 911 building. Oh, no. 911 in Pennsylvania. Received a call from within their building. And this story only gets weirder. They had to go arrest this guy, right? Oh. Because he actually ended up busting through the gate of the 911 call center up in Luzerne County, Pennsylvania. Okay? This happened at like 5 a.m. So the place goes on lockdown. And the police were called. And so this is someone that's breaking someone in. Someone at the 911 center had to call 911 to say hey somebody just broke into yeah the 911 center which is you know you feel like maybe there'd be a better process than having to call your own call center but what are you gonna do i guess
3: depending where you are in the
4: building so when they got there there's this guy named uriah thomas and they're like bro what's the deal and he's like (laughs) they're not quite sure like why he broke into it but before he crashed through the gate of the nine one one center, he used the intercom, which was nice. to give him a little heads up. And he said, I am the one into this intercom. And then he crashed right into the the concrete barrier by the front door. Okay. Oh no. So the police bring him in and by the way they charge Uriah with criminal mischief. An interruption or impairment of public communication because you no, can't. Oh yeah, just, I was
3: about to say it's yeah. really dangerous. You can't just
4: go be busting through the nine one one center. Right. It's obviously a big issue, right? So while they brought him into the, the police station, they, he starts opening up more about his beliefs. And one of those beliefs that he was sharing with these police officers is how we are not real. Like mm-hmm. we as humans are like not real. So I don't know if that's why he felt like he could drive through th- the wall through the wall at the 911 center. Mm-hmm. But it's a little ironic, you might say, that you had to call 911 from the 911 center because mm-hmm. something came crashing through your gate. Y'all, we don't make this up. We don't go seeking it out. We just prove it to you that PA is so cray-cray.
3: I need you to tell me if I'm being a bridezilla to my dad. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> and that word's a little sensitive, yeah. So you even using the B word, and that was not uh, not the yeah. most friendliest situation. Like what's happening? Am
3: happened? I being a bridezilla, or is my dad? What's a bridezilla version of the father of the bride? Because the other day he called the wedding our wedding, and I feel like <laughs> I swear to you, I swear to you, so, you were like
4: oh, interesting. Oh really? Oh oh. Well, to be fair, so is,
3: I feel like we gotta we gotta figure out. Is
4: your dad giving you money for your wedding though?
3: Yeah. But
4: what what, what but portion of it do you not, think it is?
3: <laughs> but it's not. It's, and I think everyone knows. As far as and it's not even coming from a financial place, it's coming from a like like it's it's for us too, right? Okay, sure. You feel me? So
4: in case you're new to our show, Jess is getting married next May, and so we're kind of going through the wedding process with her, her and her fiance Garage Boy. Mm-hmm. What's happening?
3: My dad wants to. He's like begging me to invite two of his friends now. I honestly love giving my dad what he wants because I'm the only one in our family that does. And so I I always have a soft spot for my dad. But I'm having a hard time with these two friends because they suck. Like, just being completely honest with you. What does that mean? It means that... The Like, I feel like I have to be the gatekeeper of the vibes, and they are not the vibes. They're going to ruin the vibes. Like, they don't get along with anyone. They're super obnoxious. They get annoyingly drunk, like, as in, like, falling asleep certain places. And, like, one of them always feels the need to be, like, the macho guy and, like, Mm -hmm. picks on people and is, like, mean to our friends. And it's one thing to be, like, mean and rude to our friends at the house, which is so rude and, like, shouldn't be allowed anyways. Right. But... I don't want that at the wedding because our friends are, it's going to be all of our friends. Sure. So I just, and then I just feel like it's going to be a mess.
4: But your dad has come to you and specifically said, I want to specifically invite.
3: Specifically to me. And it's
4: just two people.
3: It's two people. And he, has
4: he asked for anything else in this wedding planning process?
3: Um... I'd say this is his biggest ask. Wow. But it's the worst ask.
4: It's the (laughs) worst. Is there anybody else? I'm
3: like, Dad, is there anything else? (laughs) Two other friends. Is there anything else? And I was like, I mean, and I think what worries me too is my dad is such a a social butterfly that it's not like he's going to be able to like hang out with these two friends at the same time. Yeah. So the two friends are just going to be running and roaming free and just like messing up stuff
4: can we do an informal text poll about this really quick 410-583-1065 like should jess give her dad the ability just to invite two? it's two it's two people it's, it's two people it's two
3: people but it's literally the two worst most chaotic
4: or people. are you on the side? i I'll, I'll be curious how this will go or are you on the side of It's the bride's day. It's Jess's day. She can do whatever she wants. And if she doesn't want two people there, then there shouldn't be two people there. Like, honestly, listening to this, I kind of feel like you got to give it to your dad. Like, here's the thing. First off, you're going to have 100 and how many people? 160? people you your wedding? I
3: think 163.
4: Okay, so you have 163 people there.
3: And then 150 of them are going to be getting in fights with these two people.
4: <laughs> I swear to you. I don't think you'll even notice them there. I really, truly don't. And like if your dad, first off, your dad is, is giving you money for the wedding, yes. right? So it's not his wedding, but like, no. would it be nice to throw your dad a bone? And if he really wants two of his for, like at my wedding when I was married, uh, there were plenty of people there that I didn't even know. There were some actually that I, I knew and didn't, like really, I didn't dislike, but I didn't really prefer, like prefer them, which to, is so whack to be. I, I, I understand, but I knew that my father in law. I mean, it was you want to talk about it, like being somebody's wedding, like financially, it was his wedding. Okay? So. I, fe- I, I felt like that was okay, and that should be okay, because while it is your day, yeah, it's kind of like everybody celebration.
3: No, absolutely, and I wa- I mean, I haven't made my decision yet, but I would be lying if I would ignore the fact that they will cause utter. Chaos.
4: Listen, honestly, if you're if one of your parents came to you and said, Listen, I'm asking one thing at your wedding, and that one thing is I can invite two friends and you don't like those two friends. Poor dad. <laughs> like what's the way to do that? Hey Terry, how are you? Tanya, how are you? We're good. Hi this, Terry. Like like Jess Jess can <laughs> allow two people to come to her wedding that are her dad's friends, right? Doesn't it feel weird to you if like all of a sudden She's just like, no, you can't invite your, You're like literally two friends out of 163 to come to my wedding.
3: Well, I
1: mean, it's just
6: two friends. It's for your dad. How much time are you going to
3: spend with them? Right. No, gonna- totally. Exactly, Terry. And that is why. That's what terrifies me is that these two people are going to be left unattended. He's not going to be able to babysit them because we have to babysit my dad. So that's what scares me the most about letting them roam wild.
6: I. I- I think you should give to your dad. I mean, you're going to regret it later down the road. You will. All your dad wanted was two friends, two. and you're not going to even let them come.
4: Terry, let me ask you a question. Do you have kids? Believe it or not, no, I do not. Oh, you don't. Okay, because I was trying to put this in like a parent perspective. I'm sure that like literally, and thank you for calling. Thank you, Terry. I'm sure that like literally if you had one request, like, like this man raised you. Yeah. From zero, mm-hmm. from day one to now, and he had one request for your wedding, you say no? Yeah. That just feels, it feels so rude to me. 410-583-1065. Oh, this
3: is Kristen from Baltimore.
4: Hey, Kristen, good morning. Hi. Is, is, would, it, would it be rude for Jess to say no to her dad? to invite literally his one request for a wedding. That's to invite two of his friends. And she she's thinking about saying no.
5: Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I love my dad with my heart and soul. And if I had two friends, um, or if he had two friends that wanted to come to the wedding and I absolutely couldn't stand the thought of them coming, um, I would say no. My dad's going to love me unconditionally either way. Thank you. Um, that is Jess's biggest day. It's one of the biggest days of her life. Yeah. And I personally would not want to risk anything ruining that day or not even necessarily ruining it just anything aggravated me that day yeah um, no, I, I, your dad's gonna love you no matter what
3: thank no, you I, so much and i think that's the thing too is like these two are so problematic and they get in fights with people and that's what i'm thinking too i'm like it's either these two people or us having to put out like seven different fires
4: throughout the day it's not that your dad's gonna stop loving you i don't i'm not afraid he's gonna be like, that's it jessica we're I'll done never. but is it just a sign of disrespect? Like, Kristen, do you see that at all? Like, literally, this man – and we're, I get it. We're looking at it from our point of view, which is we're the bride. We're the groom. It's our day. But, like, from the parental point of view, this man has invested money into this, this wedding. Like, he's getting – you know, this is a, an exciting day for him too. His daughter is going off to get married. Shouldn't he be able to have two friends there? I
5: mean, I feel like if they're going to cause issues, my dad would understand, and I feel like her dad would understand as well. He's going to be so thrilled and ecstatic to watch his daughter get married that day anyways, Um, and I feel like if she explains it to him in a way that, you know, this is really stressful for me, and this is really going to cause me stress on my day, he's going to understand.
4: Okay. Thank you. There goes Kristen. Thanks a lot, Kristen. Appreciate it.
5: No problem. Have a great day, guys.
4: Kramer and Jess.
1: Mecca. Mecca. Price. Price. Minute. Minute. Miss 1065.
4: We have the opportunity for you to win $500 in free gas, and this round should be over today. Let's figure it out. Caller 20 today. Who is this? Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Jessica, can you do it for us today? I sure can. Okay, let's just knock this thing out then, man. 500 bucks in free gas on the line. We've given you all 10 questions. Jessica just got to give us back these answers in 60 seconds, and she is going to win these gas cards for this round. If you're new to the Mega Prize Minute, we have... <laughs> Yeah. Be as, be as, I, listen, you're set, you're setting the expectation high today, Jessica. You're setting it high. Um, uh, we have a couple of rules if you're new. Jess, what are those?
3: If you get one wrong, you're out. If you mispronounce the answer, you're out. If you take longer than 60 seconds to answer all 10 questions, you're out. If we don't get the question all the way out, you're out. But if you get all 10 questions right within one minute, you're winning a $500 gas card fueled by Shell at dash Jessica, are you ready?
5: Oh, my God, I'm ready. I'm nervous, but I'm ready.
3: <laughs> don't be nervous. You got it. You're fine.
4: 60 seconds stops. No. Question number one, do you have any fun plans this summer? Yes. Correct.
3: Question number two, what's the name of Morgan State University's marching band? The magnificent Marching Machine. Correct.
4: Question number three, what is Jess's complaint about the new Little Mermaid movie?
3: Flounder's Too Skinny. Correct. Question number four, Who is headlining? who headlined the Pride Block Party on June 24th?
4: Remy Ma. Correct. Question number five, what is the name of the Inns winner for a free coffee for a year? David.
3: Correct. Question number six, what was the price of Kramer Shady Massage in Costa Rica? One dollar, correct. Question number seven: Who is rumored to replace Pat Sajak on The Wheel of Fortune? Ryan Seacrest, correct. Question number eight: Dashin's website coupons are valid until what date? June twenty seven, two thousand twenty three, correct. Question number nine: What is the name of the Haagen Dazs breakfast ice cream? Cultured cream, correct. Question number ten: When does the Wham! documentary hit Netflix? July
7: fifth.
3: Congratulations, so You just won five hundred dollars of free gas. Thanks to Dashen. Yay! Thank you so much. I've tried so many times. Jessica, this is how it's done. This is
5: how it's done. Great. This is Jess R from Westminster <gasps> Six o'clock Club. Yeah, it by is. The
3: way. No way. Yeah, it is. yeah. Yes, it is. Oh my gosh! Yay! That makes me so happy. It, it makes
4: me happy too. It is incredible. Okay, so what was so your what, you. what's your pro tip of how to win this game? You know, a lot of people try. Just listen there. every day and write the answers down. Boom, there she goes. Yes. There she goes. Well, you've
7: done it. You've won the Mega Prize Minute. I'm, I'm so happy. Thank you so much. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role,
0: like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mix 106.5. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your
5: therapist won't return your calls.
0: And how does that make you feel?
5: There's group therapy with Kramer and
4: Jess. Hey, Claire from Always Mills. Good morning. Hi. So what's our dilemma today? You can't be friends with people who sleep
6: with married men, right?
4: Um, I mean, I would say if if they are the wife, yes. Shut
3: up. It's a hard situation to be in. What's going on? So
6: one of my friends recently confided in me that she is sleeping with a married man. And that goes against every bone in my body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it immediately, I was just like, "Wow, that that is a, that is beyond." I and so I was talking to a friend, and I was saying like, "I don't think I can be friends with her anymore. Like that is really wrong. It just goes against everything that I was ever taught." But my friend that I was talking to said, "Everyone makes mistakes, but I just feel like I have to cut her off until she starts making better decisions."
3: Mm. She still, did, is this like a one-time thing or this is something that she's like actively doing still in the middle of?
6: She's still actively doing it. This, it's relatively new and oh, she's, she's still sleeping with him.
3: She was hesitant to
6: tell me because she knows that I have a history with cheating and that I have been cheated on before. Uh, and that was the hardest time in my life.
4: Wait, you cheated on somebody or somebody cheated on both?
3: Somebody cheated on me. Okay, okay. Okay, and she obviously and, knew that this would be hard for you to hear. Yes. Did you tell her, like, your feelings on it, or? I think I was so shocked
6: that I kind of just checked out yeah. and just kind of nodded along, you know, because sure. I, of all the things I was expecting her to tell me, it was not that. And, like, this guy, like, he has kids. Mm.
4: Well, let's get, some, let's get some feedback on this. This is what group therapy is all about. 410-583-1065. Imagine that a friend came to you and was like, hey, listen, I'm sleeping with a married man. Are you supposed to cut that friend out of your life because you don't approve of their decisions? And maybe you've actually been in a situation like this before, too. And maybe what you decided to do could help. Phone numbers is 410-583-1065. Jess, would you cut a friend out of your life if they were making a really bad decision like this?
3: For the time being, yeah. Yeah. I really? Would. I would. And I and I think with this kind of situation, I would tell her why. Because like you said, she obviously had a hard time telling you because of the trauma that you've experienced. And I think that it's fair for you to tell her, like, obviously this takes me back to a place of like some of the most painful times in my life. And being around you, it's like a direct reflection of that. And I've been in those situations to where it's like, I've had to remove myself from certain friends that go down a road that like, I just can't go down with them and it sucks and it's sad, but like sometimes you have to make those decisions.
4: I just don't think that's what yeah. that, that's like the basis of like what a good friendship is though. I have had friends that have made some really bad decisions, right? And like me myself, I have made some really bad decisions. And I don't consider myself to be a bad person. I don't consider these people to be bad people either, you know. I think that some people, sometimes people just make bad decisions of, like, maybe the phase of their life that they're in at the time or the knowledge that they have or, the, you know, uh, they, they, we all, we all listen, all of us are guilty of making bad decisions, right?
6: Absolutely.
1: So I don't think
4: you can just drop your friends because you don't approve of, the, like, like, what they're going through at the time. And it seems selfish. And friendships can't be selfish, right? Like, it just doesn't seem like it's the right... For, for my... I would never cut somebody out because they're making a bad decision. If they're a dear friend of mine, a close friend of mine, because they didn't cut me out when I was making dumb decisions I think either.
3: it's situational.
4: 410-583-1065. I think most people will agree with my side of, like, you can't cut friends out when they're making bad decisions, right? Rita, help us out with this. You know, she... Her friend is sleeping with a married, a married man. Like, should she cut him out for this? I don't think she should. Yeah. I think she should
1: talk to her. Uh, As I said, I understand the pain that she probably went through. I have to tell her also that I have gone through a similar situation where I was cheated on. Yeah, Um, And and, um, I, I think at one point, friendship is something that you have to elevate a little bit more than anything else. Right, she, she, she doesn't know uh, the situation that she has with that her friend has with this married man. Right, always takes two to tango. Hello, uh, hello, that's right, um, that's right. And um, you know, who knows? Maybe they're just sleeping together. Maybe that's <laughs> an arrangement. Hmm. Um, so you're saying you're saying like it's no, not worth
4: it's not worth like ending the friendship over like just just this.
1: No, okay. I think I think it's probably more important for her to be
4: that friend. Right, it's like there, then like, because again, everyone kind of goes through something. There's, none of our friends are perfect.
3: No, but I also don't think that, I also think Claire reserves the right, it's like, hey, if we if I need to take a pause, then she deserves to take a pause.
4: 410-583-1065. Samantha and Belair, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? We're good. You know, her friend is sleeping with a married man, and she's like, am I supposed to stay friends with her anymore? Because I don't agree with this. What do you think?
6: Um, I think that it is all about healthy boundaries and what she feels is right for her. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that being married myself... And also have been cheated on in the past that if you find out that, you know, your friend knows about it, it also feels like a really big betrayal. Yeah. Um, So I just think that it's too much negative energy and, you know, I wouldn't want to be around it. So I think that her having that in her past, if she doesn't think it's a good idea to be around that friend because she's making poor choices, then she probably should separate herself from that relationship. But
4: doesn't yeah. that feel selfish, though? Doesn't that feel like...
3: Choosing I mean, healthy boundaries for your life I mean, is selfish? Like, or would, are you that's, trying that's, to create the life that you need to have? No, that's the definition. About
6: self-preservation.
4: Exactly. That's, that's the definition of, like, fair-weather fan. Like It's like, you're only gonna be there on the good days and, like, not on the hard days? Because, like, that's not the no, kind of friend I would want, personally. It's not personally. That, I,
3: I, I don't I don't I don't think it's that kind of situation. It's not a matter it's just of for
4: like, being a homewrecker.
3: Well I think it's I think it's like I can't I can't have you confide in me on a situation and like knowing that like he has kids and has a family and if this is what you need in your journey right now, I respect that, but it's not something I can be a part of and that's I think as a, as a person and as a human, you have a right to set those healthy boundaries I mean, for Jess, yourself.
4: You and I have been friends for ten years. Throughout those ten years, you've made some really dumb decisions, I've made some really dumb decisions. We've both been there for each other through the dumb decisions. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah,
3: but there's also been some decisions that I've made and that you've made. And if, they're, if you're making decisions that I really can't support, I don't talk to you about those decisions because it's not something that like I can personally handle. And there's certain things that I haven't shared with people because it's not fair to put them on people. And I think you have to know, and you can't be se- selfish yourself to put that on another person because you're man. deciding to like make a really bad situation. Thank
4: you for calling us. We appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, no problem. Thanks so much. I want to see if we can get somebody on the phone maybe that's been through the exact same situation. Have you ever had a friend confide in you that they were actually sleeping with someone that was married? And what did you do? Hey, Cindy from Glendon, you've brought up a point that nobody else has said yet. What's that?
5: So, good morning. How would this friend trust the friend that's cheating on um that's doing something unethical. Mm
6: -hmm.
5: If you think about it, nothing good is going to come from that. Eventually they're going to break up. She broke a family and then she's single again. How would you trust her around your own man? Mm
4: -hmm. Wow. So you're saying, wait, you're saying if she sleeps with one married man, how could you ever trust her not to sleep with, with your man?
5: Yes. Her morals from the start would be outside my friendship boundaries. And Mm -hmm. the friend that I would be is I would tell her, listen, you're putting me in a position where I have to hide a lie? Yeah. And from from woman to woman, I would want to tell the married woman that somebody's cheating on her.
3: Yeah, I see I've I've been in a similar situation where I then was pulled into lies and asked to be a part of lies and asked to be a part of hiding things and it just it became chaotic and it wasn't something that like I agreed with. And I feel like when you allow yourself to be involved in that situation, then you get involved, whether you know it or not.
4: But would you, okay, if you were in that situation though, Jess, and would you be afraid that this friend would also come sleep with Garage Boy because she's willing to do it <laughs> once and she's willing to do it like a million times?
3: Well, and first of all, I don't want to be like, she's a homeworker, she's a homewrecker. It takes two to tango, so I feel like she and whoever she's sleeping with are both at fault here. But it definitely would make me question how, like, what kind of decisions that they're making, not just sleeping with somebody else's man, but just wow. in general.
4: So, so Cindy, you would say you say we got we got to cut you out of here. There's no way we can continue this friendship.
3: That's
5: that's my take okay. on it. I mean, I'm right. a parent, I'm a wife, and I have children.
4: Sure, so. I got it. I get it. Thank you for calling today. Appreciate it. You're
0: welcome. Now, now, now.
3: these are the top three trending stories in the city.
0: The Baltimore top three, three. with Jess. No.
3: Number three. The Navy celebrated Baltimore's maritime heritage over the weekend as it commissioned the newest ship of its fleet. The USS Carl Levin is a 510-foot guided missile destroyer with a 329-person crew. During the celebration, Deputy Mayor Justin Williams said, quote, just as Baltimore shipyards once actively constructed the ships that protect our shores, this mighty vessel will carry forward the torch of Baltimore naval legacy. Wow,
4: that's cool. Number
3: two. So forget quiet quitting. The latest trend in the workplace is loud quitting, according to Gallup's 2023 State of the Global Workplace Report. 18% 18% of employees are actively disengaged at work. With the 18% that are actively disengaged and the 59% that are just not engaged or quite quitting, Gallup estimates the low engagement by employees is costing the global economy $8.8 trillion. Really? Mm-hmm. I
4: mean, okay, so I think we're all kind of in this weird spot. And I'm sure, at least from the friends that I've talked to, and you can tell me if this is the same at your workplace or not, But I think what's happening is because things are so tight right now, they're like not able to have enough people to like carry the workload. Mm -hmm. And so what's happening is those that are working, like, are just getting hit. You're just like having to do so much more. Yeah. And everyone's just so incredibly busy that like no one has time to really sit there and like think about like pre pandemic. I'm thinking like pre pandemic. Like, well, I I used to work for a credit union, Jess. This is true. (laughs) We, they literally, this just blows my mind. They literally would bring around, a snack of a cart of snacks every single day at three o'clock for free that you could just get take off whatever you wanted oh my goodness and i'm like i don't think anyone would actually do that nowadays (laughs) first of all there's not the same money that we had pre-pandemic right and like everyone's just doing a million different things there's no one to push the cart anymore yeah we had to cut them you know it's like damn number one
3: during her concert in minneapolis taylor swift surprised her fans by addressing her ex-boyfriend john mayer asking the Swifties to extend kindness and gentleness to her infamous ex. As part of her heiress concerts, Taylor performs two surprise songs each night. And on Saturday, for the first time in 11 years, she performed Dear John, which is about Mayor, asking the Swifties to basically lay off of the guy. Take a listen. So what I'm trying to tell you is that I'm not putting this album out so that you can could go and should feel the need to defend me on the internet
7: against so you think I might have heard the song
3: about. Dear John is originally from Taylor's 2010 album Speak Now and she's re-releasing her album Speak Now, Taylor's version on July 7th.
4: What do you think that's about?
3: Well, honestly, Ivy... It's because everyone, like not even Swifties, like even Taylor Lautner has gotten in on it where everyone is kind of anticipating the demise of John Mayer with the re-release of Speak Now because Dear John is basically about their just terrible relationship and all the crappy stuff he did to her. And so for her to basically be like, listen, I'm 33 years old. I was 19 when it happened. We're cool. So like basically Swifties stand down is what she's doing, (laughs) which I mean, she didn't need to do, but it's kind of, but it's no It's scary because everyone, myself included, was gearing up. Like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go at it. But for her to be like, no, we're cool. I'm like, all right, then we're cool.
4: You know JaMir's sweating it right now. He is. Because no matter what she says. He is sweating it. Everyone's going to be like... I really
3: hope, though. I think... I think it is important for her to be like, you know, I'm not, like, the whole online bullying and everything. Like, we're just, we're cool. Like, yeah. let's just let it go and we can move on. I've moved on. And I think it was a big deal for her to perform that song because she really hasn't performed it live in a really long time. I,
4: just, I think that most of us, I don't know that most of us would be as mature enough to say, like, hey.
3: My ex-boyfriend don't, that ruined my life.
4: Don't trash about them anymore. We're cool.
3: You know what I mean? <laughs> this is Jess and that was your top three.
4: Okay, so this is uh, the unexpected ending to uh, talk me out of it this morning on Mix 106.5. We had a little bit of, a, I guess, the interception might be the right word. Uh, we're Kramer and Jess. If you're new to this segment, every Monday around this time we come on, and we usually do a, a, an update from our talk me out segment from the week before. So Anonymous joined us last week with a really bizarre I guess, request or idea he had?
3: He was going to neuter his neighbor's dog behind his neighbor's back because the dog keeps breaking into his yard and he has two female dogs. And so to avoid them getting pregnant, he wanted to neuter his neighbor's dog behind his back because his neighbor did say he was going to get around to it. He just hasn't really been doing that.
4: Yeah. So, you know, most people calling, it wasn't 100%, but most people calling in said this was like a terrible idea. Yeah. And the plan was to actually get the update this morning uh, from Anonymous. Well... Lo and behold, uh in the true smaltimore effect that we have going here, Friday morning on the show, we get a call from a guy named Deacon. Let me let me pull him up really quick get him on. Hey Deacon, good morning. Yeah, good morning. How are you? Hey, we're good. And I I know you're at BWI and you're about to catch a flight, so let's we'll make this fast, okay? Yeah. But but you you are the neighbor of Anonymous with the dog. Yes. So you were just listening on Thursday? Is that how this whole thing came about? Yes,
2: I was listening to the radio on Thursday. I heard his plan to, to try to neuter my dog behind my back.
3: <laughs> and you knew exactly who it was because you are fully aware of the situation?
2: Yes, I knew exactly who it was. The thing is, my dog is eight months old. Yeah. And you have to wait. I mean, if it's for health reasons, it's the reason why I'm not doing it right now.
4: Okay. But
2: I mean, it's this guy, that to, to have this plan to do it behind my back. It was, it was just totally stupid.
4: We obviously, we have not heard back from Anonymous, and I'm guessing it's because you guys had this conversation. So what did you, how did the whole confrontation go down?
2: So, you know, I heard it on the radio, man. When I heard that, I saw him, he was coming out his yard, he was getting ready to get in his car, and I approached him. And I said, hey, man, listen, I heard what you was talking about, and you didn't think I knew it was you, and this is not going to happen. There were some other exchanges that happened, uh, that went on, but... Uh, I told him that it was pretty much it you know i got a friend of a friend that can help him to see things my way oh okay okay well we yeah. don't
3: i mean obviously we hope nothing gets to that point and it shouldn't get to that point but well, we totally I mean, understand I
2: mean, it, it, it doesn't have to be in, in, a, in a way physically as far as like and, legally uh, if my dog if my dog is neutered yeah
4: legally yeah if my
2: dog is neutered then he'll be neutered how about that
4: <laughs> oh, oh, Tell us, I mean, what did you guys, were you able to come to an agreement of like how this is going to be handled then? because
3: Because also, by the way, neither yeah. of us felt like that was an okay or even a safe idea for your dog. But we did understand yeah. his frustration as far as like how often your dog goes over there. And he just kind of made it seem like you kind of allowed it all the time.
4: Because it sounds like you guys are just sitting each others' throats. He's saying, I want, I want to, you know, neuter your dog. And you're saying, I'm going to find some people to take care of you. Like, where's you guys have got to come together somewhere on this, right? We, we will come together uh, at some point. But but you are planning on neutering your dog, though?
2: I will after a year. Mm. Okay. But not right now. So i got to hold another four months to go. Okay. Do, and, do you- and so, you know, the thing is, uh, I'll do, uh, you know, I'll make sure my dog is on a leash more I'll, I'll keep a better eye on them yeah to make sure that it doesn't happen yeah but, you know that's, that's the most I can do
4: mm-hmm. yeah you know
2: okay. and when i when i said the stuff earlier about the friends of friends and all that I'm just that's
4: just the frustration because I get it. he did that on the radio. Dude, I, listen, I, yeah. d- I do think as long as you're willing to take some responsibility in the fact of like, hey, like my dog is getting out. And you guys have, you know, hopefully this can kind of die down because it sounds like it's getting a little tense on both sides here. Yeah. Um, but, hey, listen, yeah. we, we appreciate you hopping on and, you know, coming and telling us your point of view. And I'm glad that I'm glad your dog's OK.
2: Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm happy, too. I'm happy I was able to get on here. Yeah. I'm happy I was listening that day.
4: Yeah, for sure. And uh, have, a, have safe a safe flight. Have a safe flight. Yeah, okay. All right, thanks. Hey, thanks for listening.
5: Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily.
4: And
0: if you think we've earned it, give us five stars.
5: Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And
0: check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at kramerandjess.com.